Okay. Um, thank you, Bina, for hosting. Um, okay. So, uh, everyone's doing well. Um, let's talk about, we're now at the end. We've talked a lot, a lot, a lot about this family. You know, like a lot about the family here. So we're going to talk um, a little bit about them now also. But um, I want to take us to kind of, you have to talk, say that the most um, famous scene of Parshas Vayachi, I shouldn't say that, there are a number of famous scenes of Parshas Vayachi, but one of the most is the time when Yaakov sits with his children surrounding him, right? And he gives each one of his children a... Lesson in life. Right? So it's confusing because right. it doesn't really sound like he's giving them a bracha. Right. Of what's even uh, more striking is what he says before he gives those brachas. And I think you're already picking up that there's something not quite right about how we tell this story. The kids come home from, from whatever grade, but each, each shave that got their bracha. I, I don't really know if we'd say they got a bracha. They got something. Um, has it, and, and, but there's another problem here. So take a look at, the, at source number one, um, where Yaakov gets them together. So he calls to his children, and he says to them, hey, asvu, gather around, and I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen to you in the end of... In the end of days. Right? In the end of days. That's negative to start with. <laughs> That's kind of, right? That's why I call it end of days. And then what, and then what does he say? He kapsu vishimu b'nei Yaakov. And then he says, assemble, get together, and listen, the children of Yaakov, vishimu al Yisrael v'chem. Listen to your father Yisrael. And then he tells them, he starts on his list, Reuven, Bechariyata, Kochi, Roche, Zoni, fine. And he starts giving them, goes down the list of the brothers and messages to each of them. Any, any questions you have with how this whole thing begins? Any, any problems with it? Anything funny about it? Anything you see in the text that makes you Sons say, of hey. Yaakov and then Yisrael, your Okay, father. so that's an interesting question, right? What do you do with, why does he call himself Yaakov, also call himself Yisrael? How does that work? He doesn't actually say what, he said he's going to tell them. He moved on. Well, what do you mean? He says, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in the days. And then he says, gather again. It's as if we're missing a pasuk or a sentence ah, in between. So there's something. That he, he gathers them or tells them to gather two times. Or there's two different parts of this that are a problem, right? He says, hey, asvu, get together. And I'll tell you that which will yikra. It's an interesting word. What does yikra mean? Yeah, it's cool. If it was yikra with a hey, what would it mean? Happen. What will happen? happen? A lot of times I think that when we read this Pasuk, we think the Pasuk says, I will tell you that which will happen. At the, and it's not clear that's what that word means. Yikra should mean, if it's with an aleph, that which will call out. <laughs> that which will be said. Uh, you have to figure out how to, how, to, how to phrase that, right? Where's the English that you took it from that it says befall you? Like uh, yeah, I took it from the JPA, I took it from Machol Mamre online. Because most of the, the, the people who translate it... Just translate that way? Yeah, I'm not sure how much it's going to say. I'm just curious, like, what does everybody commonly translate it Because that's what it says, right? What shall befall you at the end of the days, right? And everyone's kind of following, we're going to see Rashi in a second, we're kind of following the approach of Rashi here. So we're going to see, but Rashi is not the only one. It's like they translated it based on one Mephorosh, but then it's not... That's what it sounds like, right? 
And, I, and, I, and I, to be honest, I felt like I, I've always kind of read the passage that way. That which is going to happen to you at the end of the day. That's how we always, you know. It says what will befall you. Okay, so the article also says that which will befall you. Interesting. Okay. Safari says the same thing. Safari says the same thing. Yeah. So interesting, so right? Got it from <laughs> okay, so, so everyone's, what does it say in the. Is it Uncle Sanjay or no? Yes, yeah. it does. So Uncle right. also says, Ya'ara, what will be in Iru'a? What, what events will take place? Interesting. So everyone. everyone. We'll have all our English translations and Uncle's also are turning into. That which will happen. I'm just pointing out that the the I, I think I think I'm not a I'm not a uh, you know grammatical expert here, but I, I I do believe that the word if you wanted to say yikra meaning will happen, the typical way to write it is yikra with a hey. That's what a mikra is, something that happens, right? So and we definitely have that distinction in the Torah itself. Kara is to call out, and kara is with a hey, with a hey is to happen. So that's just an interesting point. But the point is that he, that that. That Leor is pointing out is that he tells them, gather around, I'll, get, I'll tell you that which will, that's for our, for our purpose, we can translate it that way. That's what will happen to you in the end of days. And then he says, gather again. And by the way, it's a different word. We're going to see, we're going to see Hirsch at the end, who's going to talk about that distinction. And he says, listen, B'nai Yaakov, and listen to you, saw your father. Why does he change the two? And and then he goes into the, the attributes of each kid. So it sounds like, like Leo says, like we're almost missing, we're missing something. I'll tell you what's going to happen at the end of the days. And now he says, okay, gather again. Time to tell you about yourselves. What happened in between? Is that deleted? Did the Torah leave that out? Why, what, what's going on here? Good. Anything else that bothers you here? Just before we close up? in third person? Okay. He's sons of Jacob. I mean, he's talking about himself. Mm-hmm. He would say, just. Uh, right. What, what would be like if you had to give a. Um, just like a. Like a quick answer to that question. Like the simp- yeah. simplest answer to that question. What would you say? So he, he's, he's saying, I'm speaking to you both as your father, Yaakov, and as Yisrael. I'm take, you, are, you are continuing this nation. So I've got my father hat on and my national hat on. Right. That's, uh, that's probably how, how I would say, right? It's like this. This, this what we talked about a lot of times, right? This dual nature to their existence and their reality. This sense of we're a family, and this sense of we have a national destiny, right? So may, and maybe that's by the way part of what he's saying. Shimu bnei Yaakov, Shimu al Yisrael avichem. You are the bnei Yaakov, but you're also like my children. And maybe that maybe that's almost in the in the language itself. He's reflecting on those the dual nature of his relationship to them. I'm your I'm your your progenitor, I'm the patriarch who is sending you off to become a nation because it's really with Yaakov, right, that they go out to become a nation. That's why we're called B'nai Yisrael in the end of the day. We're not called B'nai Yitzchak or B'nai Avraham. Um, it, it, it happens. It really becomes perpetuated from Yaakov. Um, but maybe at the same time, you know, I'm still your father. I have fatherly lessons to teach you which will help you as human beings, not just as, as a nation. That probably said the simplest answer, but that's not even so simple. It's, I think, pretty profound also. Um, also, be he's not even the one talking. Like, then who's talking? He's old, and he's. You know, it could just be one of his kids. Like someone else is saying what he wanted on his behalf to say. Yeah. Okay, it's probably less likely, right? 
Right, but I was just responding to the third person. The third person point, right. That would explain He kept Yaakov, Yisrael, like, and like, Yosef, Yosef's like, come on guys, get together, yeah, Abba's about to talk right. to us. Well, because end of the day, Yaakov, Abba, yeah. no, he calls out to his children, right? right? The Vayomer might not necessarily be... Well, you could, he could have said the first sentence, guys. Right, 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 right. And then assemble yourselves. That's what I thought you were saying. And somebody, somebody else says. Because maybe they heard end of days and they're like, maybe we don't want to hear this. And they started like backing away. That's very interesting. It's very creative. I think it's very creative. I think it's very creative. I never heard such a joke. that's why we stopped the Pasuk and then continued. Okay. Okay. This is like a very, this is a very rash bomb. I like it. It's a very rash bomb. Like this hat, these happen in sequence. There's nothing missing. There's nothing mystical going on. Let's just explain. So why you say it started again? So it'd be if someone would like there was someone calling them into the room. Okay, it's possible. It's possible. Okay, so let's let's take a look now at some of how how the Rishonim deal with this problem. Um, in particular, uh, we'll see that the the bigger issue is the issue of um, you know I'll tell you what's going to happen at the end of days. And then he doesn't tell us, right? If if that's if, if does end of days really mean that? Does it mean something else? Let's see. And where does it? And where do we where do we go from that? Okay, so you did not. You really did not come late. So like so you said like it says two different words: gather yourselves and assemble yourselves. Yeah. So gathering like you know we're all together assemble seems like orderly. Ah. Like there's a way like. Right. You know, oldest to youngest, or and, my, and, or there, my and what or, and what's or, different, and what's different between Hasvu and Hikavsu? If you had if you had to say it, maybe you'll say it first as before we get there. You guys do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I like. I like when you do. If you had to assemble yourself, if you had to if you had to dis- distinguish what is the difference between Hasvu, you sort of said it already. Hasvu and Hikavsu. Hasvu is like what? Like it's, well, I don't, okay. So the gathering is just like. Putting things into a pile. Yeah. Right. Like what does that stop? <laughs> to gather. To, br- mm-hmm. to gather up. Yeah. To gather up. Like in a huddle. Like it's just like huddle masses. Like it's not. Yeah. yeah it just seems. Okay. So we can you're see. All together, but you're not organized. You're, you're not organized. organized. And he got. He kapsu is more of an organized connect, mm-hmm. connection. Okay. You can say that. Okay. Let's see where we get. Let's take a look at Rashi. So Rashi says. Again, by Yikra Yaakov Abanav, Yomer Hasuva Gilachem, Esashi Yikras Chamacharisa, and come together. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen at the Acharisa at the, Yamim. Rashi says, I think the most well known shot in this story. It says, Rashi, Bikesh Lagos, Lagalos Esa Kates. Yaakov wanted, and it should not be Kates, that hey is uh, actually for the next piece, which we're going to see in a second. Um, in the Barilan, there's it gives you Rashi, and then it has these hyperlinks uh-huh. in it to allow you to click, and it'll take you to. So if you're in, in within Rashi, it has little hyperlinks you can click and go to the Sitzei Chachamim. It's a shot on Rashi. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. So that, I didn't delete it. That hey is there just copying it from there. So, Bikesh Lagalos is at Kates. He wanted to reveal the Kates. What does Kates mean, literally? Final? Yeah, the end. Exactly. He wanted to reveal the end. Acharis Hayamim. What's going to be in the end of days. Vinistalka, and by the way, it's so interesting. Like even to this day, I would say that, like in like maybe it's not the secular world, probably the wrong word, but like in the Christian world, or you know, the, how do you refer to like they won't call it Yom Shashiach, but the, they call it the end of, days. end of days. That's what it's called. It's a movie called the End of Days. It's like the end of days is like a phrase that's used. Acharis Hayamim. It comes from here. Vinistalka um, So he wanted to tell them. Hashem said, not so fast. You're not going to tell them what's going to happen. 
let's let's imagine that end of days means when history will end, Mashiach will come, Olam Haba, whatever that right, the whole mix of all those things. What does that look like? He wanted to tell them that, and Hashem said, "Not happening, sorry." And Hashem left him, so he couldn't reveal it. Vehischil Omer Dvarim Acherim. So he started talking about something else. So let's play the game. What's bothering Rashi? Why does Rashi give this chat? Because he never answered what happened in the Bingo. Exactly the question that he asked. Wait a second here. Right? Rashi is never talking in a vacuum. Right? What happened here? Mm-hmm. What happened here is he starts a sentence and he, doesn't, and he starts a conversation. He doesn't complete it. And then he goes on to another conversation. And it's so obvious it's a new conversation because he kapsu a second time. Right? It's all like very obvious. It's very glaring. So Rashi says, yeah, he wanted to tell. And Hashem said no. Hashem said no. Okay, so he went to something else. So... It, Worth to ask the question: What you know? Why did he want to tell Hashem didn't want him to? I don't even know. The, I don't have the particular why answers to that. Include that in the Torah. Like, why include in the Torah that he's been told the date that part got deleted? Got deleted. <laughs> <laughs> right, if you wanted to say, delete that no. So what? So so good. So what's the? So what maybe must be the answer to that? Maybe they weren't worthy, and we need to make ourselves worthy of getting that. Okay, I mean, what, what, do you, what becomes no, clear... Okay. And well, it was deleted. It just, he was going to and then he didn't. So we know it wasn't deleted, but then why include it? What's why include the conversation? There, well, this is saying, why include it if it will then be like, ah, just kidding. <laughs> he wanted to, but Hashem didn't let him. Uh, great, so then why, why you put a sentence that says, he wanted to, but Hashem said no? There's still hope. Right. That, that oh, so, so, uh, so, so according to this explanation, this is, again, it's based on a medrash. But, but what it means is that there's something called Acharis You have Yaakov Avinu saying Acharis right? There's something that's going to happen later on. The world, the world doesn't just you know, continue until whatever. It is actually gonna, it's going to come to some type of conclusion with some type of big reveal. So important that Yaakov wanted to reveal it. But we, they weren't allowed to hear. And, we are, and maybe we don't feel as bad that we don't know what it is either. Because even the, right, the, the Yud Be'i Shvatim didn't hear it either. They also couldn't know. What was going to be? We feel frustrated that we don't know what it's going to be. Is this the last no, time it's no, it's going to find it throughout, well, throughout no, Navi. Throughout Navi. Nobody right. ever says what it is. Well, in Navi, there are nivuos about like what it will look like. Certain things that were you know told about the things you know you're you know plow you know pound your oh, yeah. shorts into plowshares and there are nevi there are nivuos about what acharis hayamim or. Yemosa Mashiach or Olam Haba, big machlokos in the Rishonim, what each of those things are and what the order of them are. Do they all take place here and other places? Whatever. But the, the bottom line is the concept of Acharis Hayamim we find in the Navi, but in the Torah itself, not so much. There's, very, there's almost no reference to uh, Olam Haba, certainly a life after this world, and even to the end of the world, um, very much, almost at all. So, right, you know, this is one of the only places where it's mentioned. So, even though maybe we're told, not told, what it's going to be, just being told that he wanted to tell them, gives us this sign that there is something like that. Right? There's something that's going to happen that we're going to experience. Um, and that even Yaakov Avinu knew there was such a thing. Okay. So but that's Rashi. Rashi is picking up on this problem. Right? Um, and that's why he and that's why he says in Sisters HaChamim, source number three, Sisters HaChamim is the, the, little, the perush on Rashi. Oh, Sisyon Chum really comes to ask the question, what's bothering Rashi? Why did Rashi say this? Right? And Sisyon Chum says, why? Right? There are these two different languages that we mentioned, right? He said, gather and gather. 
two different times. And what is that? What are the reasons for the two languages? Remez locates. It's actually a symbolic of what's going to happen at the end. You're going to gather. I'm going to bring them back. That's a remez, a symbol of the final, the final exile. Um, right? Otherwise, the other problem is, why say I mean, why mentioning it even? So it must be that this is the, something he wanted to say and then got taken away from him. Yeah. I had a crazy thought. Go ahead. So <laughs> what we're we here for? So what if he gathered them, he did tell them, and then Hashem erased all their memories and they went back in time and he's gathering them again for the second time and they don't know. And if he did a flashy thing to them, like Man Black? Anything's possible, what do I know? We did, I just said it was in front of me. But you're right, it's possible. No, it, look, Rashi is according to Medrash, that is one, one approach to this. Not, not everyone's going to agree, right? Not everyone's going to agree that that's what's really going on here. It, it, it's also possible, by the way, that he did tell them and it was just deleted. That's also possible. He did tell them, and we don't know. I mean, it could be. Um, look, in fact, we find Yosef, before he dies, does the same thing with the brothers, not in the same way, not about Acharis Hayamim, but for the end of the Golos and Mitzrayim. He tells them, Pakod Yifkod Elokim Eschem, Hashem is going to redeem you, but that language of Pakod Yifkod was, was uh, many of explained, is the language that Moshe and Aaron use when they come back. And that that was the code language that in the Sorah, that the person who's going to take you out is going to say those words that Yosef said. And that Yosef told it to them, and that's what they use, and that's the language that Moshe and Aaron use when they come back to take the Mac. So you know we do find people at the time of their death, these very high level people, by like, giving this type of information to their children, to their relatives, that they should know about it. So it's but not so crazy. The thing is that it, it doesn't make, but it doesn't make sense that theory because then why would he have to say it twice? If they were already gathered and he told it to them, then he would need to gather the understanding. I'll go with Rashi. I'll go with Rashi. That's fine. Okay. Sure. No, 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 you're right. No, 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 you're, I, you're right. I mean, you're, I, think it's, I think it's fair. I think it's fair to say. Um, and look at, look at the Ramban, verse number four. The Ramban says, Ba'acharis hayamim, heim yermos ha-Mashiach. It is very clearly. Ba'acharis hayamim means when Mashiach comes. Ki Yaakov yermos elav bidvarav. Yaakov was referring to it in his words. What does that mean? Kamosha amar ad ki avo shiloh. What's he quoting from? He's quoting from the, from the brachos themselves. Okay? He's saying, this is going to happen. This is how we're going to get to Mashiach. Okay? Meaning, let me just kind of do this for one second. Where's that puzzle? I'll find that puzzle. Um, well, that explains why the, the Shoresh the Sad is used there. So, 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 yeah, so take a look. So, the truth is in, in Pasuk Yud, I don't have it for you here. He says, Lo Yasur Shevet Mi Yehuda. He's talking about Yehuda. You're never going to have the scepter taken away from Yehuda. Yehuda's going to be the king. Until, until uh, Shiloh arrives and he'll be an assembler of nations. So, what does Ramban mean? Is that a reference to Melech HaMashiach, who comes from Yehuda? Is that what the Ramban means? Not clear exactly what he means, but what is clearly happening according to the Ramban here? He did tell us. He did tell us. Mm-hmm. He's, he's telling them what he intends to tell them, according to the Ramban. 
Right? He's not, again, is it, and, and Ramban thinks it's actually, what does he intend to tell them? Yimosu Mashiach. And he did tell them a little bit about Yimosu Mashiach. He gave them some Ramazim. He gave them some symbols of that idea. Amru, right, and Rashi was calling this Shechina, that he wanted to reveal the, the, the end and the Shechina was taken away from him. Because everyone agrees it's referring to Yemos Mashiach. But what the Ramban seems to be saying is that the Gemara says he wanted to tell them and he didn't. Me, says Ramban, I say that he did a little. That he gave some, some, some you know, uh, hints at what's going to happen in Yemos Mashiach. Even the idea of saying that the children of Yehuda were going to be the ones who are the Melech Mashiach. So that's getting some information, which you know, that's how we pass in. The Rambam writes that. And the Melech Mashiach must come from the Melech, who comes from Yehuda. That's, that's that much we do know. So you have Rashi on the one hand, quoting that Gemara Mashiach that says, why the split? Because he's not really going to tell them what he wanted to tell them. According to Ramban, though, how do you get? How do you explain the split? Why is he telling them to gather two times? This is not the Hikatsu is in the future. All right, so maybe Hikatsu is more a reference to Yemosa Mashiach. It could be, and that's and he's not referring to right now gather, but like you will gather. Okay, that's one. That's one approach that that could work. And we find that that's that's the Sechacham explained. It's in the past tense. It is. It, 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 it well, it's it's. Um, it's a yeah. It's a it's a see. It's a command. It's a command. So maybe it's that he's gathering them in the room, and then when he's about to start one at a time, which is what he's going to do, he's kind of saying the like, all right, line up, let's go. Line up. This is right. how it's going to look. It's not perfect. After he told right. them, it was like, now you know what your role is ah. in the world. So assemble ah. yourselves and get your act together good. and make it happen. Good, 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 good. So take a look at the Rashbam. Take a look at the Rashbam. Rashbam sounds like this. So he says, Yaakov, Shalach Bishvilam, he called for them. He gather around. Kishivim Nefesh, he had now had 70 children in those 17 years. Venasu Amra, but it was only 70, sorry, and it became more. So he asked them all to gather around. What was he telling them? What's going to happen to you? What might happen later? That's not what he's telling them. What's he telling them? I mean, it is sort of, but what is he really saying to them? Inyan gvuratam venachalatam. What's your gvura? Your strengths. Your strength and their inheritance. And your inheritance, your place in your nation, right? That's what this really is, right? That's the Rashbam always helps us this way, right? Rashbam always like, but that's not what it means. And you read the Rashbam, it's like, oh, that's exactly what I thought when I read it the first time, <laughs> right? That's what the Rashbam does, right? The, the, what's so interesting, by the way, is that the Rashi in his introduction to his parish says, like, I'm going to give you like the simple, like, the simple shot understanding is that every Rashi is a Medrash. And then the Rashbam says about Rashi, like, about his grandfather, he's like, you know, my grandfather said, if you give a simple shot, he totally didn't do that, so I'm going to do it instead. And he argues with Rashi, like, on every time, you know? And he gives the very, very basic, basic reading. I gave him a lot of nachos, what? It probably did. It probably did. He loved it. I'm sure 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 he loved it. Um, I don't. I don't know if Rashi saw what the Rashbam did. I, I hope that he did. But I, I think I'm sure he gave him a lot of nachos. Um, it would give me a lot of nachos. Um, so, but that. But so how's Rashbam put it? 
that you know, what he's telling them is how you're each going to fit in in order to bring this nation to Acharis Hayamin. According to Rashbam, there's no, there's no, uh, you know, um, this is all the same thing. Right? There's no two conversations. He started and stopped and really he meant to say this and it doesn't say that anywhere. It just says, I'll tell you what's going to happen in Acharis Hayamin. There's a problem that he asked them to gather again. That's a problem still for the Ashbam. But the bottom line is, he's telling them how to, how to go with it. Fine. I want to tell you a, 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 one more approach to this issue. One more shot. Okay? And I want to start by showing you a puzzle, not a puzzle, a tefillah that we probably recognize. Source number six. Source number six is a tefillah that we say called Re'ev Yanenu Verivayvenu Ugalenu Mereleman Shemechaki Gorachazak Hatab Rochat Hashem. Go El Yisrael. Where's that? Where's that from? Sorry, I put it at the top. I told you it, right? But you know it's from. It's from Fine. It's from the middle section of the Shmona Esrei, right? Our Shmona Esrei is broken down into three parts. Every Shmona Esrei you ever say in your whole life is always broken down into three parts. What are the three parts? Shavach. The beginning is the first three brachot, which are always the same. By Magen Avram, Mesim, Atakadosh. Those three are, are praises, uh, praises of Hashem. The end three are always the same. Hoda, always thank you, Hashem. Modim, Sim, Shalom, etc. That's always going to be my, my first three and last three. The middle on a weekday are all full of bakashos, right? Requests that we ask of Hashem. In fact, the Gemara refers to tefillah, it means Shimon Eshev, but it also specifically refers to the bakashot. That's the main part of the Dami that we ask Hashem for things. But those bakashot are typically broken down into the part that we really relate to and the part we don't relate to so much. What am I talking about? What's, why are there part of the, the bakashot that we really relate to a lot and those that we really don't? Just like the personal... Right, there's the first half, right? Which are really the much more personal, right? You know, slach lanu, hashivenu, rifainu, barechaleinu, give us refua, give us money, give us a connection to you. They're all very personal, even though they're all in the language, Lashon Rabim also, right? They're all, they're all for everybody, the same, same asking for everyone, but they're much more personal about our, our normal lives, right? And then what happens? At a certain point, we shift, right? After Barachalinu, we shift to? To Kabbalah which is already Bola Shofar, and basically the whole rest is all about Mashiach, right? It's about you know, Tekabah Shofar, Hashiba Shobtenu, Kibar Yushanah, bring us back judges, Yushalayim Yercha, Esamach David, all of those tefillos are really asking for different aspects of the Geula, right? of, of Hashem bringing us back to Yushalayim, resettling us in Eretz Yisrael, building a base on Mikdash, bringing Mashiach, all of those things. Shema Cholene then helps us at the end to refocus, because Shema Cholene, we, I think we all, right? Hashem listened to us. Fine. Where would you expect the bracha of Goel Yisrael to, to, to be found? Yeah, at the end. The second half. Right? Why? Mm-hmm. Cuz it seems like it's everywhere. It's it's, it's it's the summation. It's 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 gula. But that's a request though, isn't it? It is a request. But these are all requests. Even at Samach David, the those are all requests also, right? I I would have thought, right, to place them in, right, to place it there because it's national national salvation. I always so, thought this was my personal ah, Good. So, we, so we've gotten better at our education over the years, right? And we taught children, right? Now we continue to teach everybody that. So, so that's, it's not true, 
That's not, if that's what it's about, if it's about national salvation, where should it be? It should be in the second half. That's not where it is. So what is it really about? Our personal, but even because it talks about the pain in our battles, I mean, that also is what drives me to want to be a better person because I don't want pain and I don't want battles. I want gula. What do you mean? That it's me on a personal, like that's how, I mean, the way that I looked at it, how it does fit in here, that it comes out. Well, I personally want a national salvation. Yeah. Okay. So you could say that. You could say that. We're all part of the whole, so we all need to, like, it's personal, but it's also communal. Right. You need, you need a, a personal geula, right? Everyone needs a personal geula also, right? We need personal geulos. And, and by the way, they're not necessarily so different, right? Am Yisrael goes through challenges and difficult times like we're doing now, right? And we, and we grow through those challenges as a nation, and we just like a human being does, when they're an individual, right? They continue to kind of move through those different experiences and need a personal geula also. Okay, why am I talking to you about personal geula? So take a look at the Orgadayahu. Orgadayahu is Rabbi Gedalia Shor. And Rabbi Gedalia Shor says, uh, you can tell me if you think he really says this inside or if I'm kind of spinning it a little bit, but I like it anyways. Um, and he says like this, how do you understand this idea of waiting for the kates, the acharis hayamim, the end, in that way. He says, Bepashtus. And the, the Orgidayahu um, is a much more kind of esoteric, chassidish, uh, safer in general. So his ideas are going to always be a little harder to like, hold on to. But he says it like this. Bepashtus, yesh This Then somebody says, the answer is Bepashtus. <laughs> Really simple, but what do you know for sure? It's not going to be that simple. It's almost like for you, it's simple. Vipashtas, I always thought when I give, I teach a speech class in YU on Fridays, so I teach to all like up and coming rabbis. So I always say to them, you should never ever, and if I ever say it, then you should tell me, I can't catch me, and I say, you never say the following famous Gemara. Why? It's famous for you. It's not famous for me. And how does that make me feel? I should never talk to that, right? Fine, sorry. Anyways. Right, that's the language that's used in the, in the Gemara, right? He wanted to reveal the end. It was taken away from him. Because that's how things will be forever. We want to always get to... What do you want to always want to get to? The end of the story. The next thing. The end. Yeah. Uh, what, what, right? Some, everyone in their own place. When I hit, then I will plug it in for yourself, right? Right? You know, when I graduate, when I this, when I have kids, when my children are older, when I finally retire, when I, whatever the thing is, once I get to the end, then I'll be able to, right? And what's the answer to that? It's never, it's never really true. <laughs> it's never really true. You never get to that case, right? Well, hopefully not. You, should say, you shouldn't get to the case, right? So we want a case there. We actually want to stay out of the case as long as we can, right? But we want to get to the case. We ask the person, did you hope for Yeshua? Did you hope for the Mashiach? So he says it. I think what he, what he means in, a basic, in, a, in the more direct way is we're looking for Mashiach. I mean, we want Mashiach. So we say to someone, did you, did you hope for Mashiach? It's one of the questions going to ask us. When we go up to Shemayim, did you learn every day? Did you be honest in business? Did you wait for Mashiach? Right? Did you wait for Mashiach? 
שמזה שביגי שחר אבינו לגלוס הקץ, נכנס באיש ישראל התשוקה להקץ. The fact that Yaakov Avinu gave us this desire, this interest, he said, I want to tell you about something. So what does it give us an interest in? To know what it is. Now I really want to know. Right? Now I really want to know. Okay, but this is the important part. By giving them the information that there would be a case, what was he giving them? What does that mean? To be able to strengthen themselves even, even in Gullus. What was Yaakov telling his sons? What are, they, what are they about to head into very quickly as soon as he dies? Egypt. And certainly when Joseph dies. This is no longer uh, Goshen vacation town. Right? This is going to become servitude in Egypt. This is going to get bad. It's going to get dark. Right? That, that, the Parsha's Vayichi is a Parsha Sutuma. There's no open, every Parsha in the Torah has an open space from one to the next, except for Parsha's Vayichi. He goes right in one, one word to the end of Parsha's Vayichi. Why? Because when Yaakov died, things got closed up. Things got dark. Things got bad. Right? And Yaakov was giving them that spark to let them know what's going to be. There's going to be an end here, guys. There's going to be an Acharis Hayamim. It's not going to stay like this forever. And by telling them about it, he was giving them that drive, right, to, to the ability to be able to get out eventually. And maybe, what, maybe one of the lessons that Yaakov is teaching his kids is that you have to always know that there's going to be a case. There's going to be, there is going to be that time we're going to get to, right? There is going to be that opportunity when things are not going to be like, that, like they are right now. It's going to, it's going to, be, it's going to change. Things don't stay. It's actually a thing they use, and psychologists use this, right? When someone's feeling very, you know, feeling anxious or depressed, so they'll say, you should say to the person, I just want you to know you're not always going to feel like this. And it's not always going to feel this way. And by telling someone that and allowing them to internalize that feeling, that itself is a, is a key element to helping them to be able to handle and to be able to make it through the, the, those difficult patches in their life. And that itself is a, is a value. So in a sense, what, what Dori Daya was saying, he's still agreeing with Rashi, right? In the sense that what's really happening here is that, is that he's giving them that hope, that desire that they'll eventually be able to, they will get out of this. It's not going to stay like this forever. And by, by having told them, by the way, there's a kate here, I just, didn't, I just can't tell you what it is. That itself has a value. There's a value there. I once had a, I once had a, a music teacher in YU. He was not Jewish. And he said... I love about you guys, and he's talking to a bunch of like yeshiva guys, you know. And he says, "I love about your religion that they always tell you, you know, you're gonna wait for, for the Messiah. You know, it's not really gonna happen, but like, you guys can like wait for that. It gives you that hope." And we were like, you know, but like, you know, but like, but he, but he got it. He knew that that's right. There's like that certain element that is a, is a helpful thing. I actually, I actually felt that way. Um, at some point, I mean, it was two weeks ago, last week, when things were. Felt very very bad, and I thought for the first moment I understood why. Like in like, um, when they teach you like you know the beginning of modern Jewish history starts with like the Khmelnytsky uh, massacres in the 1600s, and right after that, what happens? Shatetsvi. Why does Shatetsvi happen right after those terrible pogroms? Because when things are really bad, that people start to think more about Mashiach. Mm-hmm. They have more of this hope. So on the one hand, it's like it's like sad, right? It's almost like. You think it's like pathetic for us. I'm like, oh, it's like so sad. We like, get pulled into anything. 
Or you could say, when things get really bad, we have like in like embedded in us that belief in something. You know, it's not. It can't be that it's an end like this. We know that it's it's been ingrained in us from Yaakov Avinu. It's not going to always be like this. We know it's not. It's just impossible, and therefore we are like programmed to immediately like like turn on the hope button. Automatically gets turned on. I, and I felt it almost personally. I was like, oh, I kind of like get it. I'm like, Mashiach would be really good. That would be like a really that would like really help us right now, right? Um, and I think there's one more piece of this, and there's one more piece to it, and that is, I think you can put the two together. This idea of the Orgadayahu, that's like a, a, the fact that there is a Kates itself is is a you know inspiring or or at least it's a Nachama a little bit. Um, you put it together with the Ramban, right? Who says that what's really happening here is that he's telling them how to get to that Kates. Right? What are you gonna What are you gonna be doing? How do you each play your role? With Rashban, even, right? Your Gvura Sam Vanachal Sam. Each person has their, pl- their piece to play. And that's really, look at source number eight. This is an example, right? Zvulun, you're gonna be, go out to work. Yusachar, you're gonna be the learners. Don, you're gonna be the, the judges. And he, go, he gives them all their, all their jobs, right? Rabbi Foreman points out that the word bracha comes from the word? Brecha. Brecha, which means a spring, right? A spring, right? And he points out that give, to give someone a bracha, is to and by the way, how does the, how does the whole thing end? So pasuk kafches at the end of source eight. Kol eila shifte yisrael shnei masar v'zos asher diber lehem avien vayivarachosam ish asher diber chasobir achosam. So some explain this to mean these weren't brachos. Afterwards, we gave them all their brachos. Some explain it like that. But what the simple reading is, it's a summation. These were all their brachos. But how are they their brachos? These aren't brachos. These are just kind of like foretelling what they're going to be. The answer is, what's a bracha? A bracha is when someone tells you your source. They tell you what you have inside of you. Right? And so, yeah, some of the stuff Yaakov says isn't so nice. But as a parent, sometimes, right? And certainly as someone who's a mentor, sometimes we have to tell somebody the things that are hard for them to hear, especially our children sometimes. Uh, if they can handle it, um, to help them bring out their potential. That's what we say, right? No, I'm just trying to help you achieve your potential. But it's true, that's what we want. We want to show them the koach that they have. So in a certain sense, on the one hand, you can argue that, that you know, and this is, you can, it depends what you like better. And the, I think there's both approaches here. One is that the idea of Rashi, that knowing that there is an acharis hayamim itself is an achama for some people, right? That makes you feel good. The other side is knowing what your job is and how you can find your personal geula and help Amisol get to their geula, to our geula is another way people, some people like it that way also. And you kind of find both. That on the one hand, he's telling them where to what to know about, just to know that this, this is here, and he's telling the Am Yisrael, as they're becoming Am Yisrael, know there's an Acharisi Amim. No, it's not forever going to be dark. And he's also saying, and I'll tell you also if you want to get there, this is how to get there. This is the part you each have to play, and it's not all the same. And that's what Refersh basically says this, that's Heyasu versus Hikapsu. Heyasu is, everybody come together, we have one goal. Hikapsu is, you're different pieces, but you come together to work Towards something, but you're separate. Right, but right? a puzzle, you're, you're a set, but you're separate pieces, but yeah. you all have a part to play. Hasu is we all have one goal, and we need to unite in that goal. Hikatsu is I need you all to realize that you're not going to do it all the same, mm-hmm. and that each part of you is necessary. But you each have to do it. 
But yes, we do. You do each have to do it. That is true. You do each have to do it. This is unfair, though, because why? This is supposed to bring the geula, but everybody doing their part and whatever. Nobody has any idea what their shavit is anymore. This is like useless almost. Yes. Well, no. The answer. I don't. I hear what you're saying. I hear your point. But I I don't think that it means that every shavit, every person has to know their shavit per se. You more have to know your. I don't mean to be so whatever, but like your inner shave it, whatever. Like every person has to figure out what, I'm serious. Yes. Every, some, some people are, right? Everyone's going to figure out how am I going to give to Am Yisrael, right? Everyone's not going to do it the same way. It's just like, take, whatever. Take all the examples you want. The building the shul, to watch people who are construction people using their skills, lawyers, right? Fundraising people, rabbi, whatever you want. Every person who knows their thing, right? To, to, to you know, to, to know how that works, design person, every person, it's like, it's amazing to watch different types of people use their skill set, right, to, to, to um, create this cohesive thing that we're building together, but everyone's not the same, and if we didn't have everyone different, we would never get it done, right, and it's, and it's amazing, it's kind of like a mini example of how Amishan needs to work, at, work together in the large, because everyone has their, their own inner thing that they really like and they're good at and they know to do well and other people have other things they're good at and do well and the only things that you're good at and you do well are things that you are excited to do and you want to give it yourself to do if you're not good at it and it's not your thing so you're not going to want to do that part and you won't do it well um, so I, I think that it's not necessarily knowing your shave it but knowing your your place and what you're supposed to do but that takes time also to figure out what that is we all have to figure out what that is and that's maybe a lifetime of figuring out what it is that we're, that we're made of um, to make that work but what I like about these different approaches is that I really like that you can take... Everyone feels differently. Some people like to wait. For me, but it, Oh, sorry. The best part is, is that there's, a, there's, a, there's a Haftorah. The Haftorah we read... I forget one. But the, the Haftorah ends. Ani Hashem bi'ita achishena. It basically means, I'm Hashem. It's a pasuk in Yeshayahu, I think. Um, I'm Hashem. In its time, I will hasten it. Yita is its time, Achishana means I'll hasten it. So the Gemara says, what does that mean? How can you say, I'll, I'll, in its time, I'll hasten it? It's impossible. So the Gemara says, Zachu, lo Zachu, you didn't get it together, but Yita, it's going to happen anyways at its time. Zachu, but if you get it together, Achishana, I'll make it come faster. And then basically what Akash tells us, you, you can wait around, and you can just know it's going to come, and it'll still come. It'll still come, no matter what. We could be, it's going to happen no matter what. But if, but if, but if, you, if you get it together, and you figure out, all your pieces and put the pieces together, make that puzzle, then Akhishana. Make it happen faster. And that's sort of like exactly what's happening here in this story. And that, yeah, according to different approaches in the in Mufarshim, is that either he's just telling them about the Ita, I'll tell you what's going to happen eventually, or he's teaching them Akhishana. He's teaching them how to get there. And I think that is, a, to me, a very nice way to end the story that's been a, a hard story and a sad story. Uh, ends with a father who says, Look, you all got your problems, we all have problems. But let's get it together and realize we all have a, play, a, a part to play here. And if we do that, we can certainly uh, be the people who bring great things to the world and bring great things for, for humanity eventually. And hopefully uh, it won't be the only beat, but hopefully it'll be Achishan. Okay.